Are you ready to read the news with me? Oh my God! Uh, I might have. It to never ends. All right. Is there any good news? I want to read the good news. Um. On 100.1 FM, you are listening to KMXT Kodiak. It is your public radio station, broadcasting from beautiful downtown Kodiak, Alaska. Stay tuned for the midday report. Coming up on the midday report, it snowed yesterday. Aren't we aware of that? Uh, highly aware, yes. Highly aware. I think most people did not miss the snow. Um, good news is we're looking for sunny skies today, clear skies tonight, a little cloudiness for tomorrow, but then mostly clear overnight on Wednesday and sunny skies on Thursday and Friday. So look for some nice, pleasant, sunny weather, if a little blustery, especially on Wednesday when northwest winds are expected to gust as high as 40. So... You're still out there on the water occasionally, eh, Art? Uh, when necessary, yes. Every time it blows 40, I think, ah, and I'm not on a boat. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but first we'll have headline news. First we'll have headline news from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. President Biden met with congressional leaders from both parties at the White House today to sort through the agenda for what's known as the lame duck session of Congress. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, there's a big to-do list and not much time to do it before the end of the year. Republicans take control of the House in January, meaning this is the final sprint to the finish to fund the government and pass bipartisan legislation before the balance of power shifts. Biden just added another item to the agenda, calling on Congress to help avoid a freight rail strike. And Congress, I think, has to act to prevent it. It's not an easy call, but I think we have to do it. The economy's at risk. Biden asked Congress to pass legislation to impose a tentative agreement between railroad workers and operators, even though some of the unions have rejected the proposed contract. After the meeting, leaders from both sides of the aisle said they expect to take up the rail legislation soon. Tamara Keith, NPR News, the White House. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell now is publicly commenting on former President Trump's recent Mar-a-Lago dinner guest, white supremacist Nick Fuentes. Fuentes was the guest of rapper Ye, whose anti-Semitic remarks have led to multiple business losses. Pressed today by reporters to comment on the former president's choice of dinner companions, McConnell responded, There is simply no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. And that would apply to all of the leaders in the party who will be seeking offices. Earlier in the day, after a bipartisan leadership meeting at the White House, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy told reporters, quote, I don't think anybody should be spending any time with Nick Fuentes. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is declaring his country's attempt to forge a close relationship with China finished. Even at that, members of Sunak's conservative party think he's still too conciliatory. NPR's Frank Langfitt reports. In 2015, the U.K. declared China and the U.K. were entering into a golden era. Sunak's message on Monday night. Let's be clear, the so-called golden era is over, along with the naive idea that trade would automatically lead to social and political reform. But nor should we rely on simplistic Cold War rhetoric. Sunak cited the Chinese government's recent crackdown on anti-COVID lockdown protesters. 
which included Chinese police assaulting and detaining a BBC reporter. But Sunak also said the UK needs to manage its competition with China with diplomacy and engagement. Former Conservative Party chair and tough China critic Ian Duncan Smith said Sunak's approach could sound like, quote, appeasement. Frank Langford, NPR News, London. In Qatar, the U.S. has won its World Cup showdown against Iraq. The Dow basically unchanged today. This is NPR. NPR News is brought to you in part by Providence Kodiak Island Counseling Center. For an appointment or more information, 481-2400. A fresh breeze that moved in from the Bering Sea on Monday dropped about a foot of fluffy white snow on Kodiak Island and caused slick driving conditions throughout the day, including an eight-car pileup in downtown Kodiak on Monday afternoon. Six cars involved in the collision, two wiser drivers merely stuck at the scene as a result. Police temporarily rerouted traffic at the Y downtown. No injuries were reported and crews had the vehicles cleared within the hour. Lieutenant Francis De La Fuente is spokesperson for the Kodiak Police Department. Minimum six cars hit each other, then two up there got stuck and just uh, couldn't come down. And they were scared that they were seeing all the cars piling up over here go downhill. (laughs) Kodiak saw the brunt of the snow from yesterday's storm, which hit areas of western Alaska, including parts of the YK Delta, Bristol Bay, and all of the Kodiak Archipelago. Carson Jones is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Anchorage. Just based on observations, I would say that Kodiak, and even Kodiak City itself, has gotten probably the most snow so far out of this system. Jones says the storm system, combined with cold air coming down from south-central Alaska, creating the, quote, perfect storm for Monday's blustery conditions. As of Monday afternoon, today's snowfall wasn't quite record-breaking. Kodiak's record snowfall for November was 14 inches, recorded on November 1st, 1965. Although, Jones says, gathering data for snow that falls on the island is a challenge. Kodiak no longer has a dedicated person to measure and report new snow to the National Weather Service. Any measurements taken by local amateur meteorologists are incredibly useful for the agency. Giving us a a quick total is very helpful. Anyone can report their own backyard snow totals by submitting a storm report on the National Weather Service website or by calling the Anchorage office. The snow stopped Monday afternoon, though De La Fuente says drivers should still be prepared for icy road conditions over the next few days. All right. Thank you, Arthur. Four Aleutian volcanoes have been under elevated alert levels for about a year, and now they're joined by a fifth. The new one is the ice-filled caldera of Takawanga which rises up nearly 5,000 feet out of the Bering Sea in the far Aleutians, the far western Aleutians. The volcano has been showing signs of unrest for nearly two weeks, prompting the Alaska Volcano Observatory to move the volcano's aviation color code to yellow. That's an advisory alert level and means the volcano is exhibiting signs of elevated unrest. All five of the volcanoes are concentrated along the Aleutian chain. Most of them have been fluttering in and out of yellow and orange advisory levels, which ranges from elevating unrest to minimal eruptions. While five volcanoes rumbling at the same time might seem like a lot, John Lyons, a research geophysicist at the laboratory, at the observatory, says it's not uncommon for the state of Alaska. Because there are so many active volcanoes in Alaska, having five at elevated color code isn't really extraordinary. 
Takawanga is about 55 miles west of Adak and would threaten the city of around 200 people if it should erupt. But Lyons said the current advisory level is no cause for concern. The potential hazard to people in Adak is, is very low right now. And because the volcano is so well monitored uh, and because the Alaska Volcano Observatory is keeping an eye on it, there will be signs and we will catch those signs and put out timely notices if there's any change in activity. Researchers put the volcano on the watch list when a series of earthquakes with magnitudes between 2 and 3 started increasing around Takawanga. When that happens, it's called a swarm. When there's a tectonic earthquake, you usually have a major earthquake followed by smaller and smaller aftershocks that taper out. But in a swarm, the quakes don't get smaller and they keep going. And that can be a sign of magma moving below the Earth's crust, looking for a way out. As of Monday, the swarm was still continuing at Takawanga, and the color code remained yellow. So, Takawanga. Never heard of it. Well, it's apparently only 55 miles away from your practical hometown of Adak. I've probably been beside it and was not aware of the name of that volcano. There's a lot of volcanoes out there. It's hard to know all the names. Right. They've been active now kind of for a while, that that bunch, um, Semisapachnoi. Um, I mean, we anchored up there. We went, went ashore at Semisapachnoi. Um, that's been erupting. For we, we were on our way to go fish beside Kasatachi when it blew up. What was that, 2009? We uh, just put fuel on the boat and literally were about to untie and go to Kasatachi when the fuel dock guy picks up the phone and says, what? Kasatachi blew up? And the fuel dock guy and I both turned to the big chart up on the wall to look at Kasatachi. You guys might consider not going there? We strongly considered not going there. Well, we landed on a erupting volcano, um, Kanaga, I guess. That was with Brian Young and the Mariah way back when. Um, probably slightly foolish. Undoubtedly slightly foolish. Kanaga was also very active when uh, when we were fishing around there. I mean, you could see all the fresh, um, oh, fresh evidence of pyroclastic flows on the mountainsides, a lot of steam, just a lot of scorched rocks. Right. Right. But when we went ashore, there was just a bunch of ash and pumice kind of laying around. One thing that was extraordinary, though, was when we hit the beach there, uh, Jorg taking us there in the skiff that barely run, ran, and uh, we got to the beach and there was a, a, a boulder the size of a car just sitting in the sand, steaming. <laughs> like, hey, like, like, look at this. But Definitely hot, co- hot dog cooking potential there. Right. Did you take hot dogs? They forgot the hot dogs. Right. Did but you we, take PFDs? When the second group was going to the, started to go to the beach, the volcano erupted again, and a whole bunch of ash came down and essentially buried the beach that we had just been on. So was, Your own little Pompeii. Right. Well, it is match day, and one of the things that KMXT does is provide local and statewide news. Um, our two hardworking reporters are out there right now. I see them hardly working from here. Well, they were excited to hear about the pileup, and um, Brian went right down there and, and got a, a quote from Lieutenant Fuentes. So, De La Fuente. I, I like the fact that um, two people were wise enough to stop. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I'm not going down there. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it is match day today. So if you're listening to the news right now and you enjoy or at least appreciate to some degree the midday report, this is a good time to call in your pledge because every dollar that you pledge will be matched by our generous match day donors, including the Kodiak Area Native Association. So this is the time to effectively double your donation. And for every $25 you donate, you get an entry into the drawing for a trip for two to Anchorage, including airfare and a two-night stay at the historic Anchorage Hotel, Anchorage's most haunted hotel. Also, tickets to the show of your choice at the Performing Arts Center. Not to point out the obvious or anything, but um, there are two ways to double your pledge. You could also simply give twice as much. Well, that, that's the thing, though. Throw it, down the cash. A, it's a catch-22. If you give twice as much, then that will be doubled, too. So you will be essentially quadrupling your pledge. Right? I love your math, yeah. Yeah. Pam would like that math, too. Um, she's a little worried that we might not make our match with everyone out shoveling snow and and getting their cars out from under the berm, the snow berm. Pam tried to con me into plowing her driveway with my four-wheeler yesterday. Oh, sure. Well, you saw a lot of that activity. Do I get um, entered in the drawing if I you know, donate plowing services? No. No, but it would be much appreciated, I'm sure. Imagine billing at an hourly rate for that. Yeah. So make your donation today. You can give us a call at 907-486-3181. Or you can easily donate online at kmxt.org. You just click on the handy blue button at the top of the uh, website, and it will guide you through a very short questionnaire that will perhaps have you taking as little as $5 a month out of your bank account uh, to go toward KMXT. And for that price, you'll be a part of the KMXT team. But every $25 donation gets you in the drawing, and I'm telling you, this stay at the historic Anchorage Hotel and tickets to the show of your choice sounds like a pretty good vacation to me right now. How much snow is there in Anchorage? I, I did see it was six degrees. I didn't see anything about snow. Lovely vacation land. I'm in. A crisp six degrees. Very crisp. A lot of fresh oxygen at that temperature. Well, I notice people in Anchorage aren't really that daunted by six degrees. They all move around and, you know, go to the, you see people coming in and out of the shows. And there's big group, big crowds of them, and everybody wears black. Did you ever notice that everybody in Anchorage is wearing very, very warm, but also very dark clothing? Blends with wintertime traffic that much better. Right. So give us a call. Um, Brian Venois, our new reporter, is... Oh, I mispronounced his name. Brian Venois, our new reporter, is waiting by the phone right now to take your donation. We also have Jared Griffin in the house. He is eager to take your donation and get on the phone. He's just about to hear me say his name on the air. I think they're actually playing video games. They're very involved in something over there. OMG. See, we have to get some donations in. We've got to get these guys on the phone taking your donations. I guess until then we could play Insight Radio. Read Diverse, Read Indie on Insight Daily Radio. Conversations with today's most influential authors from the world of independent publishing. The Lonely Assassin is the latest installment in the Milan thriller book series by master storyteller Jack Erickson. In the novel, a Russian banker embezzles millions, 
laundering money in Switzerland for Russian oligarchs, and then flees with his Italian wife to a remote location on Italy's Lake Como. Vladimir Putin orders an assassin to Milan to take out the banker. But unexpectedly, the assassin meets an intriguing Italian woman in Milan who probes into his emotional life. On a dangerous assignment, the assassin realizes he's in a deep personal crisis. We spoke with him about this latest exciting novel. Take the elements that are very common with what we understand about present-day Russia. You have Russian oligarchs who control all of the wealth. You have dissidents who will get murdered, poisoned. So my idea for the plot was have a Russian banker who becomes very disenchanted with Putin while he's laundering money for oligarchs. He decides that he and his wife are going to leave, but before they leave Switzerland, he's going to come up with a, an algorithm where he can skim off every time he does a transfer of funds when he launders money for the oligarch. So he skims off quite a bit and escapes. And he installs security all over. He has cameras all over. He has sound detectors. He thinks he's very, very safe. That's author Jack Erickson on his latest novel, The Lonely Assassin which is available online at bookstores and at Red Brick Press. Read Diverse, Read Indie is presented by the Independent Book Publishers Association. This is the Island Messenger, a look at personal messages, the weather, and community announcements. Good afternoon and welcome to your Island Messenger for Tuesday. It is the 29th day of November, the year 2022. Sun rose today at 9.24. It will set again promptly at 4.30. That will give us 7 hours and 6 minutes of precious daylight, a loss of 3 minutes and 2 seconds compared to yesterday. Our record high for this date was 52 degrees, set in, in 2019, and our record low was 3 degrees, Set in 1971 and last year, chilly, chilly 2021. Looking at our local tides, we have a high tide coming up, or a low tide coming up on the east side at 1224 this afternoon. On the west side, rather. Which side is it on, Arthur? I don't know. Um, on the west side, a low tide, 1224 this afternoon. That will be a 5.5 foot tide in Larson Bay followed by a high tide at 6.11 this evening of 12.6 feet in Larson Bay. The tide recently turned here on the east side. That happened at 11.39. Our next high tide will be at 5.41 this afternoon and be 8.5 feet. And our low tide for after midnight tonight here on the east side will be at 12.39 a.m. and be two-tenths. Well, Art, do you have any exciting community announcements for us? Exciting. Well, I have. They're all exciting. I have community announcements for us. The downtown Kodiak Revitalization Special Committee meeting is scheduled for tomorrow, Wednesday, November thirtieth, twenty twenty-two. The meeting will be at nine a.m. in the Kodiak Public Library. This meeting is open to the public. Agendas and meeting packets are available online at the city website, and the meeting will be web streamed at cityofkodiak.civicweb.net/portal. For additional information, call the city clerk's office, 486-8636. And the Kiwanis tree sales are going on. That's happening on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. 
On next Friday, they will be opening uh, 4 p.m. and go till 7 p.m. Saturday will be 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And for Sundays, it is 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And it's at the usual place at 111 Bartell Avenue there on the cutoff road between Mill Bay and Rosanoff. They are offering three varieties of trees as well as wreaths, mantelpieces, and cedar garland by the foot. I always think, I would like one foot of garland, please. Can I have six inches? I think it says by the foot. I believe that's your minimum purchase. Can I get two six inches and get charged for a foot? Do you have anything else to tell us about, Art? Um, Party in Chiniac. Chiniac Christmas Market, Saturday, December 3rd, noon to 4 p.m. at the Chiniac Library. And this must be a new location. Did the old library burn down? Yes. Yes. I like the way for all of us city folk, they give instructions. Take a right on King Crab Way at mile 41 and a quarter. The road curves to the right, and the library is located on the left-hand side. Yeah, I love that that's like directions you would give a person to get to your house. (laughs) Uh, Maybe that's where the library is now. I'm sure they're glad to have a a new library out there. That sounds like fun. They got all the uh, homemade crafts um, with salves, too. Pottery, salves, preserves, baked goods, and more. Senior citizens of Kodiak will be holding a regular monthly board meeting tomorrow. That's happening at 1 p.m. in the Senior Center, in the Senior Center's multipurpose room. The public is invited to the meeting, and for more information, call the Senior Center at 907-486-6181. And for those unwilling to party in Chiniac, you can party at the free Alutic Museum admission November 22nd through December 23rd. A gift to Kodiak from Matson. Thank you, Matson. And they have uh, they have lots of cool things in at the museum. They're kind of redoing their their um, their whole thing. I haven't been in the museum for a while now. Is this is the opportunity. New? Is there it's anything the new? There are, well, they've been sort of uh, reshuffling their things around. I think it's kind of a... Kind oh, of like Safeway. They've hid, right. hidden it from us to make it all more exciting. All right. The Kodiak City Council will be having a work session on Thursday. That begins at 6.30 p.m. and will be immediately followed by a regular meeting. Both meetings will be held at the public library, and they will also be web-streamed. The web-streaming link and meeting packets are available online at the City of Kodiak website. If you'd like to request printed meeting materials or have questions regarding the meeting, contact the city's clerk at 907-486-31. Oh, no, that's our phone number, 8636. Our number is 907-486-3181 that you need to call to make your pledge. We do have, in my hand now, just handed to me by Pam, some online donations to thank people for, including Ben and Sam Kirk, Ann Jacobson, Mark and Sheila Beardsley, Marianne Hickey, Penny Puhak, Kim Phillips, uh, Tayton? Tayton Sheridan, Melissa Tormala, Mike Pacero, and Margaret Bosworth. Thank you all very much, and all of your match day donations will be effectively doubled today. One more thing to talk about, the Kodiak Hospital Auxiliary's KHLA and Elder House Raffle Fundraiser. Purchase raffle tickets from now till December 17th for your chance to win. They're $10 per ticket, 3 for 25 Only 500 tickets will be told, sold. 
And first prize is an Alvin Amundsen original painting valued at $3,000. Second prize is two nights at Seaside Casual B&B valued at $400. And third prize, a $200 gas card. People might be going for the third prize. That drawing will be held um, December 17th. You need not to be present to win. For more information on upcoming ticket sale events, follow the Kodiak Hospital Auxiliary on Facebook or call Yvonne at 907-654-9899. The donations keep streaming in. Streaming in. Check it out. Um, Jane Petrich. May we thank you on the air? Yes, thank you, Jane Petrich. Also, Ginny and John Shank, thank you very much. And Julie Matwiu. Julie Matwiu, she sounds familiar. Mm, I think I've met her, yes. Enjoying the travel talks. I know, isn't she that really, really nice woman who lives with that kind of, that cranky old guy? Uh, Yes. Okay, I thought so. Yes, I see you've met her. All right. Well, thank you very much. And every one of those donations will be doubled today. And for every $25, and does that mean you get double the entries? I'm not sure if it works that way. Yay, let's let's just assume. Yeah. Let's just assume. Yeah, but baby. remember, every $25 you donate gets you into the drawing for a trip for two to Anchorage, including airfare and a two-night stay at the historic Anchorage Hotel with ghosts, as well as tickets to the show of your choice at the Performing Arts Center. Does your special matching sponsor get the get half of the the entries? We would have to send Canna. To Can we the, get a line judge on this? Can we get right. a quick qualification here? Where's the line judge? Well, thanks very much though to Canna for that uh, generous offer to match our donations up to a fairly high level today. So we certainly still need more donations to meet that match, and so you can effectively. Double your donation. If you were thinking about donating tomorrow, tomorrow is another great day to do it, but today is probably more effective. Open the floodgates. That's right. Let's crank those floodgates open and give us a call here at the station. That number is 907-486-3181, or you can easily donate online at www.kmxt.org. At that website, you can also listen to stories individually, uh, hear this um, this uh, midday report broadcast and also click on uh, various other stories from around the nation and the state and if you click on the handy blue button at the top of the website it will guide you to a simple questionnaire that will allow you to make a one-time donation or become a sustaining member which I didn't even know what 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 that was for years and years I'm a little embarrassed to admit but all it means is you pay for your donation like a subscription to Disney and if you'd make it for as much as you pay for Disney, that would be great. That would get you a um, an entry into the drawing. We'd have a brand new building here if we paid Disney rates here. Right. If we could just get Disney numbers. What's it cost right. to go to Disney? 150, 200 bucks a day. Well, I know I pay for you know like many people, I've ditched my traditional cable and now have this uh, series of streaming services, which confuses me. And I have this remote that I'm not sure how it works and. My TV seems to know more about what it's what's going on than I do. Just um, submit, Terry. Submit. But I'm Your paying TV for Disney. I'm paying for Disney every month, and then if I don't watch anything on Disney, I feel like I've kind of cheated myself. You know, it's like, doggone it! I didn't watch any Marvel movies this month, so my Disney's not penciling out. Sounds a lot like our Hulu subscription. Well, if you listen to the radio station every day, you really don't have to worry about that. I mean, you're 
one-time reasonable donation of whatever seems um, reasonable to you and fits in your budget, and you know, pays for a subscription to the radio station that is easy to click on and is something I listen to every day. And we seem to have something going on with the phone. It's making a funny sound. Hopefully that's not Scott of Scott's Heating telling us that uh, he's no longer going to sponsor us. That's it. We need more donations to cover up Scott. Well, you know, uh, Scott has always been a very, very great friend to the station. He keeps us warm. And when we ran out of fuel this morning, (laughs) it was rather nippy in here. (laughs) Not not the best morning to run out of fuel. Uh, But Mike was able to FaceTime Scott. And um, he walked him through how to turn the thing back on. Wasn't Scott your sponsor for some Still is. show for many Still years? Still is for the music show um, at 12.30 on Saturday. No, or, uh, not 12.30, but rather um, 4 o'clock. No. 5. 4 o'clock, I believe it is. On five. which day? 5. 5 o'clock on Saturday, you're right. 5 Saturday. See, and somebody's listening to this show. Right now, it's a terrific show right now, Dig. Um, they take all of the... Um, the old 60s and 70s shows that you loved and have heard a million times, and they throw them right out the window, and they play the other music that was on the album that was equally good music, but you're not sick of yet. Yes, it's an hour of B-sides. Kind of, you know, and she comes up with some great music. It really is a good show. And that is indeed sponsored by Scott's Plumbing and Heating, who is probably reaching for his phone right now to either call and yell at us or to make his pledge and have his pledge doubled uh, during the show today. I've heard it so many times now. I should be able to name the fuel tank prominently represented in the sponsorship. What is the fuel tank? The fuel tank? Oh, my God. He sells fuel. Yo, the sponsorship. You're the thing. recorded. Do you remember recording this? You've lost me, Art. It's a double-walled fuel tank with a plastic oh, right. liner. Yes. Right, right, right. It's a really cool. I see you're at the show. It's an excellent you're not product. Not a lot of attention to the show now, are you? Here comes Pam again, oh. and we have more people to thank. Cash is rolling in. Thank you, John and Margaret Klemzak. Thank you very much, folks, and thank you to Mary Patterson, longtime friend of the station. And in fact, before we go to Talk of the Rock, a real show, <laughs> I do have something from Mary Patterson right here. I love KMXT and I support it. I'm thrilled about being part of the KMXT family. It provides wonderful programming, the news, the weather, and great music. Programs like World Cafe, Performance Today, and All Things Considered. I like to listen to, of course, the, uh, the weather. I like to look, listen to local programming because I like to support KMXT. So there's something for everyone, I think. And I'm part of the KMXT family, and that makes me feel good. We're thankful for our underwriters and our supporters of KMXT because we couldn't do it without them. Join the KMXT family. Pledge what you can to your local public radio. Here's how. Call 486-3181 or go online at kmxt.org.